The Finance Minister has released a report by the independent panel that reviewed the current list of items that are zero rated for VAT. Now this is for the purposes for public comment by the end of this month. The panel submitted its report to the Minister this week recommending that items like white bread, cake flour, sanitary products, school uniforms and nappies be zero rated. The minister appointed the panel after the announcement in the budget in February of the increase in the rate of value-added tax, or VAT, from 14 to 15 percent. That was effective from the beginning of April. My colleague, Arabile Gumede, spoke to one of the panelists, Dr. Tabi Lioka, on the recommendations. Let's unwrap the thinking around exactly the items that you put on there, everything from sanitary items uh, right through to bread, flour as well as on there. The thinking around why you brought those items in particular into, into this list. So um, our task was to make sure that we uh, mitigate the impact of the VAT increase that we saw in the 1st of April sure. um, for the poor. And even though many South Africans think that it was to alleviate increases in prices for everyone, it was really targeted at the poor and vulnerable in society. So we chose um, those six items based on the living um, condition survey produced by StatsSA. So it looks at household expenditure. And out of everything, all that, that intensive list of um, household expenditure, um, we decided to go for the six and recommend that the six should be zero rate. And even though we had, you know, questions on a few other items um, on, uh, within the six, sure. I think two of them, um, we didn't know how it's going to be zero rated, but we said that extensive work needs to be done uh, by the National Treasury. Yeah. Do you believe that it, it's, it's a sufficient enough list then to help the poor in that essence? Because you said the main aim was to help the poor. Do you think that those six items in themselves are sufficient? Uh, with regards to, to, to where it stands? I think in terms of zero rating, they are sufficient. Remember that zero rating actually almost always benefits uh, the rich. Yeah. And that's because of their ability to spend. And so if you zero rating, if you look at, for instance, the last uh, list, 19 items, mainly fruits and vegetables, um, the poor consume less than five, on average, five vegetables and five fruits, whereas the rich would have broccoli, cauliflower, yeah. and all those fancy vegetables that the poor don't consume. So when you're zero rating fruits and vegetables, those who consume the most fruits and vegetables are going to benefit from zero rating. Um, so we, we did look at the products that the poor would firstly use and also would benefit from zero rating. Mm. There's one item on the list that actually didn't, um, shouldn't have been zero rating or recommended for zero rating using our methodology, and that is sanitary towels. Um, so sanitary towels, because the living conditions um, survey looks at expenditure. And if the poor are not spending money on sanitary towels, mm. which is actually a little bit weird because every woman between the ages of 12 and let's just say 55 uses sanitary towels. Yeah. And yet um, the consumption of sanitary towels was actually very uh, weak. So, so which also shows that fit, yeah. exactly, which also shows that only the rich could actually be, uh, um, afford sanitary towels versus the poor. So what we decided in our uh, deliberations is that um, there's no other products that men use uh, that is natural and um, that is taxed. Sure. Whereas women 
have to use sanitary towels. So we decided, fine, we, this is a grudge tax, and we're going to make sure that sanitary towels are not taxed. But at the same time, or uh, there's no VAT on sanitary towels, but at the same time, again, it's about affordability. Mm. And uh, putting zero-rating sanitary towels doesn't help the poor. So we did recommend further that the government provide sanitary towels to the poor for free so that it will help them you know, with the yeah. usage of, of sanitary I towels. I suppose that is the context in which now we need to work with and perhaps speak to government to say, will they indeed be working very hard to, to get that done? Um, Things like school uniform as well added to this, nappies, including cloth and adult nappies as well, white bread, as I said, bread flour and cake flour as well uh, are part of that list. One might ask why it wasn't perhaps part of your mandate to question the one percentage point uh, increase in that holistically from the start. Was that part of what you had to do here? And if not, um, was that something that you guys discussed at all? So, no, it wasn't um, our task to look at or to question whether it was suitable for the Treasury to increase uh, that. Um, you know, as an economist, I know that the country is in debt. We have a f- f- 48 billion um, uh, budget deficit yeah. and we needed to raise money. And so raising, increasing uh, VAT raised about 22 billion of the 36 that the country needed. So it was a substantial amount of money that contributed towards the money that needed to be raised. Um, we know we were also aware of the risk of a downgrade. And I guess Treasury also weighed whether the impact of a downgrade versus an impact of the uh, one percentage point increase, which one would we prefer? And I think that they went for the right one because a downgrade, as you know, it takes countries several years to recover from that. So it wasn't within our mandate, but what wasn't within our mandate is to find a solution to to support the very vulnerable. Already in the uh, budget, uh, social grants were increased slightly so that they can uh, support those who are recipients of social grants. But we also know that there are those who are, um, you know, the unemployed, discouraged workers, those who are the working poor, and those are not catered for by the social grants. So we had to include them as well. That's my colleague Arabile Gumere talking to one of the panellists, Dr. Tabilioka, on the recommendations to add more items to the VAT zero rated list. Meanwhile, the recommendations of this independent panel to enlarge the list of zero rated items beyond the current 19 food categories reopened the fundamental debate on what are the best ways to give targeted relief to low-income households. To tell us more, we have the Northwest University School of Business and Governance, Professor Raymond Parsons on the line. A very good morning to you, Professor, and welcome. What are your thoughts on the additional list of the zero rated items? Good morning, Elvis. Look, I think our point of departure must be that all of us, whether we're on the panel or in Parliament or as we're discussing the matter now, we want to mitigate the impact of, of, of the recent increase in that on the low-income household. And here yeah, we're all on the same page. And we must understand, as I think it's been pointed out, that this panel was given a very specific, uh, a, a very specific mandate, very specific terms of reference, and I think it has discharged its task very professionally, given those particular terms of reference. And what it's done is to identify eight or nine additional items on which the Treasury and Parliament must decide whether they'll accept those recommendations. And, of course, we must bear in mind that there's still an opportunity for the public to make input uh, on these proposals by the end of this month.
and what they think ought to be done with this list. But it's important that if we look at the covering note which the National Treasury put to, to this report, they said in these inputs and in our discussion, we need to ask ourselves, among other things, whether uh, these, you know, these proposals will significantly benefit the, the low-income households and indeed the vulnerable, and are they, are, are they consistent with our, our broad fiscal framework? So I think, that's, I think that's where the debate will in fact uh, now focus in mm-hmm. the light of these recommendations. Now, but is enlarging the list of zero-rated items the best possible solution to give relief to poor households? Or what are the best ways to give targeted relief to low-income households? Well, I, I think all this, we have to just step outside the actual framework of the panel, because I think I would put it this way. It's a choice between using a shotgun and using a rifle. Now, if you're going to go the zero rate, then quite clearly you are using the shotgun. You hope that some of these bullets will hit the target and that we can make the fewer households, you know, in fact, better off. But you will also be giving benefits to all of us, including myself and indeed yourself, we don't fall into that category. So if you if you were to adopt the rifle approach, then it's then you look at the expenditure side. You look at social grants. You look at food stamps. You say, how can we target what we've got available to assist the, the, the all, all the vulnerable groups, and can we make it more more direct uh, than uh, uh, than it would be under zero rated? Because although there is a case for some zero rating. The fact is you are weakening the tax base and you have no assurance that it will reach those people who you want to help. So in principle, I think the important, the important question is, is there a better way to help the poor than via this particular, this particular mechanism? Now, hindsight... Was the one percentage point VAT increase really necessary, or was it perhaps just the quickest way for government to raise money? Well, Elvis, I, I think that I, I think that there is no one who wanted to see an, an increase in VAT, and I don't even think that the government would have preferred that option. But as has been pointed out earlier, there are these realities of our public finances and the limited options which were open to the national treasury. Uh, given the level of, you know, expenditure, given the level of, of debt. So if you can't control government spending and you can't borrow more, then you're only left with one option. That is, you have to increase the tax burden. So if we want to avoid a debt trap, then quite clearly, uh, and if we want to balance the government's books, then, uh, then I think there was no option but to look at what more could be done on the tax side, and in that sense, it became quite inevitable that an increase in that would now have to take place. Mm-hmm. In uh, closing, Professor, the, what's the way forward, do you think? Well, I, I think we must all seize this opportunity to do two things. I think the first thing is to, to in fact, make inputs to the National Treasury and to Parliament on what we think of these proposals, even the panel itself said there are other ways also of being able to assist the poor. But at the end of the day, there's a fundamental message that a lot of the concerns about tax have to do with the perceptions about government spending. 
is are we getting value for money? Uh, how do we get our public finances under better control? So that once again, this is this is just perhaps symptomatic of of, of the bigger debate of, of how we in fact finance government and how do we assist the poor uh, and indeed try to mitigate some of the hardship which these decisions inevitably place upon upon the vulnerable. Professor, thank you so much for your time. That was the Northwest University School of Business and Governance's uh, Professor Raymond Parsons talking to us about the additions to the VAT zero rated items and.